Previously on Adventures in Questing. So I feel like these people are very fucking old. They Which know... would explain why they're so good at things. A person who who kind of destroyed a whole entire city. But uh, sounds like a deva. It's a type of angel. Um, I found this egg. Oh, yeah. What is? It's a wyvern egg. Why do you want to do this? I'm always trying to look for a way to make up for a lot of stuff that I've done. I get what you've done for me, but I have a lot of guilt for it. I wouldn't be able to forgive myself for letting you do this. Oh my god, I'm not joining their cold. Not this time. Found so it's like this group <laughs> of eight really old, really strong people? Yeah, and all of them are a different species. What a good, yeah. what did we call it? Debrief? Debrief. Great debrief. Lila, you start to dream of a tunnel with cracks of magma in it. And you can see people with dark brown skin and orange markings being put to the sword. Stop! Don't. I'll take you where you need to go. Just don't hurt her. You see Feral kind of straighten up the grin. Lead the way then. Bring the go. You get jostled awake by Layla. Uh, what? Faintly glowing in the dark. Oh, what? What is it? The box is pulsing. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. Reaches out. Picks you reach out. out. It's not pulsing. No, no. Not pul- pulsing to me. I just had a dream. You take it back. It's definitely pulsing. And this is pulsing. Oh, what? What did? What did you dream about? Layla went out of the dream. Okay. <laughs> I do not um, understand. Are you okay? I think so. How do you feel? Confused. Confused? What do you feel about the dream? Was it familiar or? Was it familiar? Deeply. Deeply. <laughs> um, I I don't know. And you said the symbol was a, an eye with hands stretching out of that yes. eyelash. Do you remember when we were by the river and I, I, I drew it? Yeah, yeah. Because I had it in, a, in another dream. Lila, I think this might be something with your past. But I don't know any of this. Yeah, well, sometimes with amnesia patients, <laughs> you amnesia? have. Yeah, it's where you don't remember anything. Oh. If you, when you woke up and you didn't remember anything that happened to you in the past, sometimes you'll get flashbacks of like what you used to be or what happened. Okay, so why is this box pulsing then? Because it's very much pulsing. So was it the same box in your dream? Or was it different? Um, and was that, did did you ever see the box open or anything? No. So it might have been like another key, maybe? Key to what? Sorry, I I just don't, I don't know. I'm as in the dark as you are. You read a lot of books. Hmm? Can you read about this? Yeah. Definitely. I can't read, so. <laughs> Do you want me to teach you? Do I have to? No. Just no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, are you are you good to go go back to sleep or I think I need some milk. Okay. 
Okay. Do you want me to go get you some or do you want no, to go no, get some? I can just go get Okay, I'll stay up until you come back, okay? Okay. And let me know. Let me know if you need anything because that doesn't sound very fun, those dreams. It was not fun, but I was not scared. That's good. Well, you're one of the bravest people that I know. Thank you. You're very smart. <laughs> the smartest, I think. <laughs> Thank you. And I'll look this up and we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Can you go down? Is there a race at the bar? Hi there. Hello. Can I get you something to drink? Milk? Absolutely. Would you like regular or huckleberry? What is huckleberry? It's a delicious flavor that I like to drink when I drink milk. Okay. I always think make my milk taste very delicious, but I'll try your milk. All right. With uh -huh. huckleberry? Yes. Go and get some. Drink it. This is just like my milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good, isn't it? It's so delicious. So many people sleep on huckleberry. It's so good in milk. <laughs> it's so good. Well, uh, I'll leave you to it. If you need anything else, just uh, ring this little bell. Puts a little bell up oh. by your by your glass. Thank you. She's gonna take take the milk and go upstairs. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say she's gonna take the bell. <laughs> just she's gonna, she's gonna take that too. Okay. Yeah. You take the bell in the in the milk yeah. and you go back upstairs. Doctor. Yeah. Do you know about huckleberry? The the bear? Yeah. Try this milk. Okay. Try it. It's pretty good. Tastes really? a little bit like huckleberry. Really good. <laughs> I always make my milk taste like that, but I did not know it was huckleberry. <laughs> oh my god. That's awesome. That's a new... But Zuri was like huckleberry milk. So I was, okay, I'll try it. Thinking it was not going to be good, but then it was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> That's so good. Now you can ask that. I can. Okay, well, good night. Good night. I hope you have a nice, nice sleep. You too. Thank you for talking to me. Mm-hmm. Put the box back, climb into bed, and as you roll over, you just hear very faintly, Farrell, Raiden. Yes. <laughs> Do I have a dream too? Uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. You wake up. Is that waves? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Thanks. You're face down on a beach. Kind of sit up a little bit, look around. It's raining, dark wind is blowing, you see every once in a while lightning off in the distance, you just see the, the bright light first. Delayed. As you're kind of looking around, you recognize this small beach you've been here before in a dream. Mm. There's a bolt of lightning that hits directly in front of you. <laughs> and you see this tall, imposing, violet-skinned storm giant, shaved head, white markings, white toga and armor her helmet with the strange fringe kind of tucked under her, her elbow. Hello, Raiden Tempest. Hello, Ragya Lightning Beard. Don't have a beard. <laughs> I don't know. Making... Come with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of leads you uh, <laughs> across this beach and into that, that dark cave. Mm -hmm. She walks up onto this throne made out of stone and turns back to you. What is this place? For a very long time, this was where I was cast out. Mm. Where I healed and eventually where I became one with the storm. I have been watching you. I have not begun yet the quest that I have given you. I've been trying. There's... Your friends have qualms. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... I mean, there's a dragonborn in the group. I know this. She they is don't. a valiant one. Yeah. They don't necessarily, I mean, from what you said, there was some sort of war against giants and a, a disagreement of sorts. It was Am not I... a disagreement. What was it? A massacre. They massacred you or you massacred My people. Them? 
You may let it be known to your dragonborn friend. I have no wish to continue a war of sword and scales. Mm. I wish only to unite my broken people. You know, she's a very intellectually driven person. I don't know how I'm going to prove this to her. I don't think she's going to go along with it without any proof. Proof of your word. You carry with you, or your friends carry with you, two gems. One of them chronicles one of the moments when the culling, as we call it, came to an end. Or have come across the leavings of a figure named Valoria. Mm. She was present when that ended. Tell your friend this. There are many answers to be found in the gems. And following the clues they lead may lead her to resolution and a greater understanding of history. But I need you to do this. Look at me. I look. She kind of uh, steps off. And you see her like growing like visibly like kind of emotional. And you can see the lightning kind of coming down more and more. I need you to do this. I must unite what was once broken. I'll do this as soon as I can. Your friends will be helpful. I doubt all of the giants that I'm sending you after will want to swear allegiance, whole cloth. I mean, here's hoping. <laughs> I have no grudge against the dragons. Not anymore. That is not what I am looking for. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that she'd be really happy to hear that. Do you have any questions for me? This thing that Thora is getting into, is she going to be okay? Ancestors of mine have fought alongside the Rairakard. If she is accepted into their ranks, which is harder than she might believe, she could not be surrounded by more noble and good people. That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. Please do. I am not impatient, but I have hidden for a very long time, and I can feel the world I am capable of making within reach. I understand you have other duties, as do your friends, and I would not tear you from them, but I need this to be done as soon as you can. It'll be done. She reaches out, kind of, like, lays her hand on your head, oh. and it's just fucking this gigantic head, and she kind of touches your forehead with her thumb. Go back to a dreamless sleep. Pim. Yeah. Uh, you're on the farm. Aw, I was joking when I said he didn't dream. That wasn't like a joke. You normally <laughs> probably don't have these vivid of dreams, but you're walking in the farm. Aww. Uh, you're leading one of your cows, big old cow, down the road. <laughs> leading her down the road, past a couple of other little halflings. Morning, Pam. <laughs> Wave hello. Tip your little straw hat at him. Stroll on down your idyllic little village home. You kind of walk over this hill, and you can see not the valley that you grew up in, just a clearing. Normally you walk over this hill and you look down and there's your farm down at the bottom of this valley, but it's just a clearing at the top of this little hill and perched on it, perched on a rock in this clearing, just kind of sitting there, uh, wearing just a white gown uh, with kind of glowing gold skin and glowing white hair that stretches all the way down to the floor and kind of pools around her feet is a female looking figure with a long sword shoved into her chest and she just kind of sits in and gives you this smile and you're immediately filled with this warm safe content feeling clarabelle walks over and she reaches up a delicate little hand and kind of pets the cow kind of beckons you over doesn't say anything Go forward. Okay, walk over, and as you start to walk over, another stone rises up out of the ground, and she gestures for you to sit next to her. He sits. I won't do this that often. I know you're not a very godly person. <laughs> she reaches up a hand, 
and like swipes it. And the landscape in front of you like shifts like it was swiped by her magic. And now you are looking at a place where these black mountains come down. You can see the edge of a sea. These black mountains come down and end, creating like a mountain pass. But stretched across the mountain pass is this black fortress. And you can see beyond the black fortress a land ravaged by destruction and decay, black. There are rifts in the stone that eke green light, sickly green light, flashes of flame that burst from them every once in a while. And you see that darkness pour slowly over the fortress and touch the sea, and the sea's color changes from a blue to a deep blood red and the grass at the foot of the mountain turns black and dead, and it spreads, and it spreads. She kind of looks very sad at it. I don't know when this will happen. It might not, but if and when it does, I think you'll be there. I think your friends will be there too. Another children of good and light and joy and honor but you won't succeed unless you find all of them, all eight, only with them together at your back. They have to come back together. Oh. They were meant to be here forever. The Eternals must unite. She smiles at you, just reaches out and kind of holds your hand. And if they do, and you see that black shadow pushed back, and green return to the grass, and the water of the sea turn blue and clear again, and even that ravaged land beyond the fortress grows green and healthy, and the rifts close, and you return to a dreamless sleep. You all have a good old eight hours of sleep. Some of you with dreams. Uh, and you guys wake up. At dawn. At dawn. Right before dawn. Yeah, before dawn. We have to You two probably wake up first to go down, because why would you wake up at dawn if you didn't need to? Uh, you guys wake up at dawn, are you, and you're running over to the Abia. You guys running going? Yeah, we'll go. You guys wake I'm up and scurry down and go across the bridge and past the, uh, past the statues of If, and then the statue of Ilyith and then the statue of Olok, get across the lake, find the Abia, run in, nothing has changed about this building, you go downstairs, you find the secret door, you run into the bedroom, the note and the journal are gone, as is the letter that you left. Investigation? Yeah, make an investigation check. 14. 14. Uh, you're kind of looking around and you realize that it must have like maybe rained a little last night. Mm. Uh, there are reptilian footprints, like in water, that come in through the back door into the room. Looked around the room, stopped at the bed, like where the note was, and left. Can you follow it? Uh, you can follow the path uh, as long as the stone steps go, and then vanishes. You can try to make a survival check if you want. Do I get advantage of the humanoid? Yeah. That means. Fuck you, dice. That is plus four. That's thirteen. No trace. <laughs> Not a trace. Hmm. How long did we say we'd wait? Two hours? 
Um, I want to investigate the mural in like the passageway in between. Okay. Like the secret passage. Nothing seems to have changed since yesterday. There's no like old draconic scroll anywhere. Uh, no, not that you can find. Hmm. Is the symbol anywhere other than on that mural? Like, do we see the day pointed the... star? Yeah. Uh, it's on the floor of the first room, and it's mm -hmm. tattooed clearly like on the okay. image of the dragonborn, but beyond that. Nowhere else. Okay. I think we should close up the passage leading down here, even though I don't really think anybody comes down here. You can open up the dragon's jaws and pull the jewels out, you restring them into oh, your cool. necklace. Yeah, that's what I do. And you go back, uh, and you kind of go around, you find the that back door, and you go through the back door, and mm -hmm. you guys just wait for two hours. Nobody shows up. So our note is missing as well. Mm-hmm. I just want to leave another. Oh, yeah. Um, Want to write it in ultraconic again, or do you want to just write it in common? I think that I want them just to know that we'll be back again. Mm -hmm. And One more time. I don't know. Uh, I don't really know what to say to convince them. Well, what do we really want from her? I want to know the truth about the dragonborn. Okay. Uh, well, um, I guess I'm just going to say it. I don't really dream a lot when I sleep. <laughs> I just kind of like sleep, and it's really nice. Uh, <laughs> but uh. I, um, I had a dream with Ithanit, and, um, she wants them be, to be reunited. The eight. The Eternals is what she called them. <gasps> cool um, name. Yeah, so, I don't know. It just seemed like they didn't have a good ending to their whatever it is. Do you know why? It was kind of scary, to be honest. It was, like, more like a nightmare in some ways, but, uh, there was just, like, a lot of corruption and black coming in. Oh, no. And, um... She said that we wouldn't succeed if we didn't have them. What? Wait. Like, yes, we, we would succeed. die. We? we like, like we? Everyone. Or? Like, succeed in what? Mm. Against whatever it is that's apparently coming. Oh, no. Oh, Sorry, God. I feel There's like a lot things coming. coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we, I just feel like I, I know, should, mention, should mention it. No, yeah. it's, good, it's good to mention it. I just didn't know mm. that there was something. Like, the land was really black and corrupted, and so, um, anyway, I just, I, I guess with all of this, I just, like, wanted to, like, try to do something to try to get to her, even though I really don't think that that's going to be convincing, but I feel like, why the hell not? So he's going to pull out the paper. Well, you said that, that she called them the Eternals. What if we referenced the Eternals in the note? Mm -hmm. That's true. To say that we know about them. That we need to talk to the internal and make sure to frame it in a way that you know we assure her that we're an ally and not someone to that we're not coming after the eternals or trying to expose the eternals but that we know something about them and we need to share it or mm -hmm. do we think that burke do want to come with or did it seem like no he, he kind of took me aside and said tell her if you find her that she's missed oh that might so it seems like she's been gone for a while, or just not being present for a while. Yeah, like maybe they just haven't been together for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what we say. We have questions about the Eternals. We would love to meet you or something. Mm -hmm. However, it's so strange that if she is here, Burke's just right down there. It, she has right. to know that. Exactly. I mean, like maybe she doesn't, but she has to. Maybe they're not on good terms. Yeah, she, I think that seems pretty like, clear. Something happened that I feel like we need to figure out how to talk to Burke. Yeah. About maybe like I don't know. 
maybe it's worth a shot just to put something and then yeah. I can try to talk to him and see if there's any reason to come back and like say something else or see if she's here mm -hmm. uh, okay I guess I'll mention we'll be back tomorrow the same time mm -hmm. and um, I don't know I think I just want to say if needs you yeah guess we'll give that a try mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. you write down that note in common yeah. Okay. Little scribble. Little scribble. <laughs> Put it down. You guys head out? Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys eventually uh, meet up with uh, Raiden and Layla and Thora and Todd, who are walking up to the Stormhold, which is the first time any of you guys have gone to the Stormhold. Mm -hmm. uh, it's super dope. You kind of, as you're walking up onto this temple that's super high up and sits on a cliff face, you see like six uh, pegasi riding women <laughs> zoom overhead, kind of laying, letting out that sound that they make every time they fly. And you kind of feel the wind in your face a little bit. You all kind of walk into the main kind of area. The statue of Harairi has been moved out of this space and is kind of leaning against the others. You can see uh, there are three other young women standing in various pieces of armor, two human and a halfling uh, and a dwarf, and they're all just kind of sitting there, and they're kind of looking, and they turn and kind of notice you as you walk in and all of your friends. Wait. They're kind of standing there. Brenna uh, walks up. You guys see this dwarf with silver hair that's buzzed and this thick trim beard, really kind of muscular arms, beads of blue and black beaded into her uh, into her beard. She's wearing this black and blue and silver armor. Uh, she kind of walks up, looks at all of you. Can I help you? These were my, um, th these are my friends. Uh, I think they came to be of support. Is there a place where they're able to, to yep, watch or is that? Stand over there, you look over and you see there's some families <laughs> standing over oh. there. <laughs> okay, good luck. Thanks. Glendora! Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'm gonna like put a hand on Thor's shoulder and just like give her like a nod, and then yeah. I'm gonna punch her shoulder. And then <laughs> so Thor, you're standing there with Layla. Yeah. Hello. Brenna kind of looks. Are you also trying to join the Rye Regard? Because you are way too young. <laughs> what? Sorry. Says who? Me. Why? You didn't know what I can do. She just kind of leans down. I like your spirit, kid. <laughs> when you're an adult, I want you here but you're not, and you don't know what I can do. I want to know. Kind of looks at you. This one is a handful. Yeah. Why don't you go wait with your friends, cheer your friend on, and when you're old enough, we'll talk. Maybe we got a Pegasus up here with your name on it. I just don't understand why I can go into battle and fight lots of scary things, but I can't fight making horses. Well, if your guardians want to drag you into battle, that's on them, but I'm not going to put you into battle. That's your mistake. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna scurry over it. You're like, ha! <laughs> Showed her. I'm a strong, independent little girl. <laughs> Layla uh, walks over, joins the rest of the gang. You guys are all standing with some families. Uh, you can see all of the uh, young women who are here are probably in their, like, 20s. Uh, the dwarf appears to be older than that. Uh, so does the halfling, but the humans appear to be in, like, their 20s. Do they appear to be older than me? How old are, how old are you? 32. Uh, I think you would infer that, like, 34. because dwarves and halflings live a little bit, little bit longer, that they're probably, like relatively around your same age, even though they might be many years older than you, mm -hmm. like in terms of like being young for a dwarf. Yeah. Kind of walk out, kind of stand next to the, the other young women who all have various pieces of armor and weaponry. Brenna kind of walks up and, and stands, stands in front of, of you five. Kind of looks, you're all here because you 
nervous. <laughs> want to serve the Storm Mother. You want to be Ryregard. You want to be the Heralds of the Storm. I wonder if any of you know what that means. What it truly means to fly through the rain and the wind and the lightning and the thunder to serve Harairi nobly, valiantly, fiercely. This is not some fun excursion where you can waltz up, take a quick test, and hop on the back of a pegasus and fly far away. This is a commitment to a sisterhood that has lasted for millennia. You are not required to stay here if you pass. You may go forth into the world and carry her ideals and messages and strength wherever you go, but you will always return home here to pay homage, to visit with your sisters, to trade stories. Throughout history, the Ryrigard have been a part of many great conflicts. Even before death was born, the Ryrigard flew behind their mother into battle with evil gods. They aided with the banishment of Olok's children. They fought in the, in the cataclysm, in the battle of the skies when bodies fell like rain. And still, too, after the cataclysm, throughout the age of prosperity and now into this new fourth age, we have remained stewards of Harairi. These tests are difficult. People die. You might. If that seems like something you are not ready for, if this seems like a risk not worth it, then you are wasting my time and Harairi's, and you may exit now. And one of the humans leaves, like looks very, very scared and leaves and her family trails after her. Oof, thought as much. There's a lot expected of you if you were to join this sisterhood. You must be a cunning warrior, a teammate, a stalwart fighter for good. But more than anything, you must be the storm itself. Chaotic, driven, powerful, ever raging, never relenting. A storm does not run. Your trials will happen as such. Today is a, let's call it audition. After that is completed, those that my incredible captain here, and you see this <laughs> as Gunhilda flies down on Brightwing. Brightwing stops just for a moment, does not land, and Gunhilda slides off his back. Um, she is wearing her full armor, a gigantic sword about the length of her body slung on her back. This is Gunhilda. She is my captain. If I were not here, I would say she was the best of us. She will be conducting your audition today. If you pass that, she kind of looks you all over very dubiously, those of you who continue on will undergo a series of trials to build your strength, test your wisdom, your mettle, and if you are deemed worthy, you will enter the Mother Storm. Far to the northwest lies an island and on that island, a storm has raged for the last 20,000 years, never-ending, the seat of Harairi's power. You will go to this island, and there you will find the mountain of the drowned. You will climb this mountain alone. Jesus. You will face the monsters, the hallucinations, the visions, yourself, anything that awaits you upon that mountain. If you are cast down, so be it. You are not worthy. If you turn back, so be it. You are not worthy. 
If you reach the top, there you will find your weapon, your steed, and a place among us. And before any of those trials, you must pass our little audition. She steps to the side. This is Gunhilda, as I said, one of the greatest of all the Ryrigard. Knock her out. Begin. Gunhilda reaches up, pulls the great sword from her back, stands there. Come on, girls. Roll initiative. <laughs> Fuck me. 13. 13. Okay. Gunhilda is going to go first, then Thora, and then the other three people who I'm going to call the Schmoes. The Schmoes? Definitely because I forgot to give them names while I was doing my prep this week. If they pass, they'll definitely get names. If not, Schmo. Okay. <laughs> Top of the order is Gunhilda. You see her just fall into this preparatory stance, holding this gigantic greatsword in her hands. Uh, she is going to take the dodge action. Thora, what would you like to do? It's your turn. Uh, I'm going to run 30 feet forward. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to go into a rage. <laughs> you guys see Thora roar, her eyes glow with lightning, and that storm begins to rage around her. Uh, Gunhilda sees that, and you do see a flicker of like, Okay, <laughs> on her face. Uh, you, you get a sense not a lot of people show up and actually like cause a storm around them. Uh, she needs to make a dexterity saving throw because I went into a rage. Okay. Nope, that's not going to do it. Great. So she takes three points of lightning damage. Three points of lightning damage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw my hand axe at her. Okay. Unnatural 20. Actually, you sorry, you have disadvantage on that attack because she took the dodge action. Cool. Uh, so that would be 19. 19. She's still going to do her um, warding maneuver. She gets to add 6 to her AC with her warding maneuver. Fuck, this is so hard. If anybody wants a cool class that they've never played before in a one-off game, the Cavalier is fucking dope. So you throw it, and you, you think it's going to hit her right in the head, and she hits it one-handed with this great sword and knocks your hand axe out of the way and off, off into the sand. And you do not hit her. Anything else? No, I'm just gonna stay right there. Okay, your your buddies all start running kind of forward. They're kind of trying to spread out, kind of circle her. They're all going to take shots at her. Ooh. Okay. Nope. Uh, they all take shots with their crossbows. Two of them just complete. One of them misses barely. One of them completely misses. One of them hits and just dunk into the armor. And she just looks down at it and looks up. Fuck. Does not flinch. Okay, it is her turn. She's gonna move down towards you, mm -hmm. and she's going to take a swing at you with her great sword. Mm -hmm. 11 against AC is not gonna hit. You duck underneath the great sword. Second attack, she's going to move out of your range towards this other guy. Do you wanna take an opportunity attack? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, nine. Nine. You swing and she just steps out of range of your hammer. She's going to bring her great sword down on this other guy. That is going to hit. It kind of buries down into him. Kind of, ah, ah. She just kind of like lets loose. Um, yeah, this Matilda is not pulling any punches. She's whacking into these guys. And the way she moves is just effortless. And she's got a fucking massive sword as big as she is, and it doesn't look like she's having any problems. Thora is like simultaneously like intimidated and like, like taken aback like, oh, you're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> that is her turn. Thora. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna step five feet towards her and take a swing. 
Eleven. Eleven misses. Yeah, well, I'm try to shoot a little bit of lightning damage. Just gonna make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Not gonna do it. So she takes awesome. how much? She takes two points. Of two points. Damage. Okay. Do you want to move around her at all, or do you want to stay where you are? Um, she c could have an opportunity attack if I move. Correct. Uh, you have can to. I, can I just stay in her range and just come to the other side of her? Yeah. So you move around this way, yeah. knowing that when you fight people, you know, when you step out of their range, that's when you trigger an opportunity attack. Yeah. She looks at you. She gets an opportunity attack when you just move anyway? even within her oh. range. Okay. Uh, 17 against AC. Yeah. Okay. Okay, oh, it's gonna hurt. Nine points of slashing damage. Halved. Halved to four. Yeah. You start to move like around her and she just poof, smacks you with a sword. You're like, oh god, I can't move. Okay. Your buddies are gonna go. This one's gonna run up and just try to fucking swing at her. Misses. This one's gonna close the gap. Swing at her. Misses. This guy's gonna run in, run in, swing at her. I keep saying guy, I should say girls, they're all they're all women. That is going to hit for six points of damage. You see that uh, one of the, the dwarf kind of runs in and ah! chops down and kind of actually like seems to make some contact with the leg and Matilda just kind of like Ugh! grins a little bit. Okay, it is her turn. Oh my god. Here she goes. Oh, here she comes. Okay. She's kind of surrounded, so she's going to turn to uh, that guy, the dwarf who just hit her. Rolled a natural 20. Doing 27 slashing damage, and just like poof, the dwarf is still up, but it's like incredibly dazed. Uh, for her second attack, she's gonna try to finish this fool off. That's gonna hit. You guys see the dwarf? Oh my god! Get smacked by this great sword and go flying like five, ten feet in the air before hitting the sand. You see Brenna kind of snap her fingers and point, and you see a couple of clerics run down and grab her and kind of pull her off the Which field. Which one? This one. Okay, that is her turn. She's going to move her full movement to clear out a little bit of space. 5, 10, 20, 25, 30. Yep. Uh, so, so do your friends. Uh, 14. Probably not. Uh, 14, no, is not going to do it, and neither do either of your buddies. And she just runs out, twirls around. She's kind of wearing this uh, this thing around her waist. It's almost like a half kind of cape that like falls from her waist. It's not a full skirt. It kind of opens up near her leg so she can move. Um, and she spins around. Um, you notice that this greatsword is a two-handed weapon. She is usually using one hand. Jesus. She's very strong. Ugh. Okay, Thora, it is your turn. Well, I'm gonna run as close as I can get to her. Okay, close the gap. Great, yeah, take a swing. Okay. Uh, fuck, yeah, that's not gonna hit. Like okay. Eleven. Yeah. Um, you swing down. She <laughs> blocks it. Just to make a dexterity saving throw. throw. Uh, no, she doesn't. Right, she takes four points of bloody damage. Four points. Uh, these two are going to try to circle. Are gonna kind of keep some distance. Go this way. They're both gonna fire uh, crossbow bolts. Both of them miss. They both just <laughs> into the armor, and she just kind of cricks her neck. For her first attack, she's going to try to um, push you down onto the ground. So make an athletics check. Or an acrobatics, your choice. 25. 25, damn, yeah. yeah. So she goes to kind of like shove you and you kind of <clears throat> dig down into the earth and you are not shoved down. She kind of like gives you like a little bit of a nod and <gasps> is going to swing at you with her sword for the second attack. Uh, and misses. You manage to kind of parry it with your with the handle of your hammer and kind of kick it back. You guys kind of watching up on the stands, like the other two are, are kind of struggling, but Thora's like, Thora's kind of going toe to toe. You can definitely see that Thora's a little bit less on the skill level, 
She can't move as quick, but like she's she's holding her own so far. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thora, your turn. Oh yeah, I'm gonna swing. Yeah, I'm gonna go reckless. Unnatural 20. Hell yeah, roll for damage. 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. Yeah. Hot diggity shit. Okay. <laughs> Hot diggity, diggity shit. shit. She takes that and kind of, kind of gives you a little bit of a grin. Um, the yeah, Thora grins back. Two others are going <laughs> to roll. Not in a bragging way, but like a yeah. when Thora When Thora hit her, uh, Raiden's going to like throw his arms up and say, yeah! <laughs> like at uh, the end of the Breakfast Club. Uh, Todd's <laughs> like, yeah, man! Do it! <laughs> Uh, okay, they're both going to make attacks on her. The human completely whiffs. The halfling actually gets a, a dagger in. Nice. It's gonna do a, an attack with that. Oh yeah, it does a little bit of damage to her. Okay, it is her turn. Um, she's going to turn to the fool the mist, uh, and she is going to hit them. Kind of swings down, and the human hits the dirt. Oh, shit. Oof. It is just you and the halfling. Uh, second attack, um, she is going to try to uh, shove you just 10 feet back to open up some room. Mm -hmm. uh, make an athletics check. 16. She got a uh, 22. So you go, you get pushed back 10 feet, and she is going to move kind of around the halfling. Okay, Thor, it's your turn. Take an opportunity uh, no, the half, she hasn't left the halfling's range. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, well, I'm gonna charge in. Okay. <laughs> Close that distance. <laughs> Uh, make a reckless attack. 22. That hits. Roll for damage. Mm -hmm. 13 points of damage again. 13 points of damage. Okay. You guys are just watching this, like, Pim, you, as kind of a, someone who has studied a lot of, like, like the skills of war, like, you can recognize how Gunhilda and Thora specifically, like, have very, very different styles, mm -hmm. but are both, like, very, very good at what they're doing. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you're almost like watching a master class in fighting, and then there's mm -hmm. this, also, this halfling who's also here. Who's <laughs> not doing bad. She's, she's kind of darting around. She's got, um, she's got long, long blonde hair in two, like, kind of pigtail braids. This halfling is going to try to make an attack. And that is going to miss. And now it is her turn. She is going to attack you twice with advantage both times. Yep. First attack misses. Second attack is going to hit. 14 points of slashing damage, halved to seven. Yeah, she is going to use second wind to give herself 20 hit points back. Uh. Oh, that's so much. Uh, you got you see her kind of like just kind of like to the Kylo Ren thing, like hit her wound and kind of seems to like get a little bit more, a little bit more energy out of just like inflicting a little bit of pain on herself and keeping her keeping herself awake. Thora, it's your turn. Uh, uh, as a bonus action on the chug, heal, one of my healing potions. Okay. That's the only one I have. All right, take a swing. Uh, recklessly. That's a nine. Nine misses. Yeah. Oof. And it was reckless, right? Yeah, and it was reckless. Um, okay. It's a bonus action to do my, my lightning thing, right? Yes. Okay, I can't do it because I drink my potion. As okay. Do you want to move? Mm, no. Okay. Let's take it. Mm, the halfling misses again. She is going to go, and she's going to hit you twice with advantage. Uh-huh. First attack hits. I'll just roll the second attack now. Second attack is a natural 20. Oh, fuck. Boy. So first attack oh is God. 11. Halved to, uh, halved to five. five. Okay. Oh, that's right, because you cancel out crits because of your rage. Second attack is, uh, 
uh, it would be doubled. But it wouldn't be doubled because of your rage, so I'm not going to double it. It's going to be an additional 13. So I think that was a total of 23. Yeah, I'm down to 20 hit points now. Okay. Oh, wait. It was 23 in total? 23 points of damage total. And she is going to smile at you mm-hmm. and action surge. Fuck! She's going to first try to hit the halfling. Hits. She, like, hits the halfling in the front of the face. You hear a nose break. The halfling kind of skids back. You see all this blood kind of pouring down her face. But she's still up, kind of like, come on, to you. Um, And she is going to use her second attack with advantage on you. Fuck. That's going to hit. Seven points of slashing damage. Halved two, three. It's getting down to the wire. Shit. Uh, Okay, Thora, it is your turn. You Mom's just got, you guys all, it was, that was a little brutal. You guys just got Thora get wrecked a little bit. Like you, you traveled your whole life with her and you're like, uh-huh. that was really rough. <laughs> that was kind of brutal. Come on, Thora. Yeah, I'm going to shout out. Come on, Thora. Oh, mm, that's a natural 20. Yes. Roll damage. Our kind words are reckless. Did you call, did you call reckless before? I did. Okay. So we inspired her. Yes. Even though we're not bards. Oh, that's 30 die. points of damage total. <laughs> you take that hit to just to the head and to the body, and you're like, yeah. oh my god. And you kind of dig into the ground. You kind of anime slide back into the <laughs> back on the ground a little bit. Like this cloud of dust kind of gets kicked up. You kind of look forward and kind of see her standing there with the sword, and you just like feel this um, this kind of presence in the back of your mind. And you hear Ragya's voice kind of like point you in a direction and you see this opening in her stance this like very brief opening you run forward and the halfling kind of skids down and kind of like like in avengers like grabs onto one of her legs to kind of like weigh her down and you bring your hammer kind of twirl it and and bring it down on her and you guys hear this like amazing just like thunder crack (laughs) and you kind of let out this this roar gunhilda kind of staggers backward falls to one knee, kind of like this kind of three-point stance. (sighs) Kind of sits there for a second. And then just, without looking at you, like holds up a hand. Yeah, I'll help her up. Okay. You walk over and you (laughs) on her hand. Yes! Uh, The second you clasp it, she reaches up another hand. You grab one, the halfling grabs the other. As you clasp, (laughs) there's this bolt of lightning up in the sky and you hear this kind of thunder like... (laughs) You kind of pull Gunhilda up. She kind of grins at both of you. Congratulations. Yeah! Everyone's kind of like, everyone's kind of cheering. She had the exact number of hit points that you just dealt. Um, so you are kind of raised up. Uh, your, your friends are all like, yeah, applaud her. And uh, the other human gets unceremoniously dragged off of the sand. And you see, you see the, uh, the human and the dwarf get healed up a little bit. Um, they get patted on the back. Um, they, to the dwarf, they're like, next time, Greta. Oh, Greta. And you get the sense that Greta's probably come here. She, she comes in auditions a lot. Um, the, the human kind of looks like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> the, uh, the halfling kind of comes up. Hi. Hi. You I'm do- Betty. Betty, I'm Thora. She shakes her hand. Guess we're in this uh, thing now together, huh? Yeah. You did really good out there, Betty. Thanks. I mean, you kind of kicked her ass. I was missing a lot. <laughs> Thanks. But you did well. She uh, kind of nods. You guys both turn. Gunhild just kind of sheets the sword on her back. 
hot. Uh, and she kind of just walks over. Um, you see Brightwing flies down and is kind of checking on her. She's kind of like nods to Brenna, and as Brenna like kind of walks up to uh, talk to all of you, she just starts like unbuckling and unclasping her armor and kind of letting it just kind of like fall down onto the ground. Um, you see she's kind of got this uh, just kind of like black, whatever the medieval version of like a tank top is <laughs> underneath. Mm. Uh, and just kind of like, um, she looks like a like, kind of like this badass like military lady. Like she's got some kind of baggier pants underneath her, her armor. She's kind of like unclasping everything. Brenna kind of walks up. You both did very well, Betty and Thora. But this is the first step. There are more trials ahead. We'll test your strength, your dexterity, your metal. Charisma, your wisdom. Charisma, your wisdom. All your modifiers. Your intelligence. And then all the skills. Animal handling, arcade, <laughs> athletics, everyone down the list. You can level up as we go. <laughs> Multi-class if you like. <laughs> Only once you've passed our approval are you bound to the mountain of the drowned and the mother storm. But first you must pass those trials. Tomorrow morning you will come here and you will undergo the trials that we have deemed you specifically in need of. Only if you pass, only if we deem you worthy of the next step, will you board the ship that will take you to the Mother Storm. Does this sound like something you'd like to do? Uh, Betty's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, Thora nods. Have a good day then. I'll see you in the morning. Thank you. Don't thank me. Thunder cracks above. <laughs> the uh, statue of Harairi is pushed back into the center of the room. You guys come down. Thor's kind of standing there. The rage kind of ebbs. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Raiden's gonna like walk up to her, give her a smile, and then like give her a big old hug. Aww. Give her a big old hug. You guys kind of watch. Gunhilda's just kind of watching as she's just like taking off all of her armor. You see this like little squire, this like little girl who looks like she's maybe like seven, is like picking up her armor. <laughs> And like uh, putting it on a little wagon. She's still around. Can Hilda's still around? Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm I'm gonna look at everyone. Um, I'm gonna be just a sec. Yeah. I'll be right back. I don't know if you guys wanna wait here or. Thora's gonna walk up to, uh, and she's gonna like nod as she approaches. Hey, uh, that was uh, you're really good. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was just an honor to fight with you. So thanks. Not um, bad yourself. Thanks. You're not great. But you can get there. Yeah, I hope so. Look, I, I don't know if you are busy later, but I I could buy you a drink. I'd love to chat with you for a little bit, just about your your history here. I mean, clearly you're a very accomplished warrior, and I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> 18. Ooh. 18. She's kind of unstrapping some armor. I don't like to fraternize with people who are currently trying to join the guard. It gives a bad signal to other people. But sure. if I'm at the hearth enjoying a drink <laughs> and you were also there and had mm -hmm. a question or two for me, it would be rude of me not to answer them. <laughs> but uh, I've got a coin. Don't, don't buy me anything. Okay, if you insist. I'll uh, see you later. See you later. <laughs> you walk back over to uh, to your France. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all just kind of standing there. Thanks for hanging around, guys. Great job. Yeah, of course. I really learned a lot watching y'all out there. Oh, you so hit good. everything so hard. I'm really proud of you. She just shoves you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, uh, I could have kicked your ass. 
in there, obviously. Oh, he you says, think he so? He says so sarcastically that you know he's joking. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. If I was there, it would have been a lot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh... Todd cut, flop, flops over onto your shoulder. Super nice, dude. Oh, Holds up a little bird. Always forgetting to do Little bird, little bird <laughs> fist up. Yeah, Thor will bump it. Hell yeah. <laughs> now just don't die on a mountain. Well, I mean, yeah, that, I gotta that go. mountain of the drowned sounds super scary. Well, I gotta do a bunch of shit before I get to the mountain, but hopefully I still do. What does that mean? Are you gonna leave? They said you have to I get on a ship not. and go there. Um. Maybe it's like a fantasy ship, like a like an imaginary I, ship. I don't, I don't know what it means. Well, okay. and also we don't have to go with. Yeah, you do not have to go on the shadow. You don't yeah. have to. Like we will. I we mean, need it seems like we've got a lot of things we want to do. Yeah, I yeah. feel like there's. I, yeah, I will say like when you were sailing into Faith Haven, like there were ships. Like it's very clear. Like ships come in here all the time, not only because of religious pilgrimages and stuff, but like, like there's trade here. Like goods are coming out of the smiths and all that. Like the crops and all of that. Like there's clearly a lot of ships. Like if you wanted to wait and book passage with a different ship, you absolutely could. You are riding the shadow for free. Is the thing. Yeah. And protected. And the reason that we even went that way was to avoid danger with the people that she had connections with. So I would say that we were all protecting each other. Well, all I'm saying is we all fought side by side, and that's really good to have a crew of people who, like, knows that they can trust you and you can trust them. But also, I don't care. We'll yeah, cross I that mean, bridge when I, we get to it. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. I don't, I don't know if this is going to take some time, but it's it's something that I really want. And if, if if that would be okay, that if you guys could wait for me, I don't know what it would be, but... Why don't we just... That would be great, but see if how, not, yeah. I would understand. So. Yeah, we should I mean, probably just look, we'll let her know when it gets a little close, if it seems like we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she doesn't... Yeah. Is, uh, hold on, is, um, is, um, 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 what's her name? Siga? Yeah, is Siga around? Yeah, Siga's out, uh, she's, uh, she's brushing, uh, Battle Boy. Cool, I'm gonna go over to Siga. Oh, hello there! Oh, hi! Uh, how are you? Uh, better than you, kind of points to some of the bruises and cuts that you've got. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to rest up. Can I ask you another question? Sure. The ship that goes to the mountain. Yeah. If... I were to make it. How how long of a journey is that? Oh, you sail into the mist, come out the mist on the other side, and there's the mountain. Oh, okay. So it's not like a days or weeks. Oh, it's not like a journey. It's more like a like an excursion. Okay. But <laughs> like you know, one where you could die. Yeah, yeah, got that. Okay, thanks, Siga. No problem. Is that your brother? Yeah. Mm. What? She goes back to brushing. What? <laughs> Nothing. Kind of looks over at him. Hmm? <laughs> Siga, what does that mean? Nothing. Leave me to brush my Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. All right. I mean, I, I could introduce you if you want. I'll, I'll introduce myself if I feel like it. I'm just right. curious about your relationship. Let me brush my Pegasus. <laughs> it, it was just an interesting She's like question. blushing. No, leave me alone. <laughs> hey, hey, Raiden. Yeah. Uh, come over here and meet one of my friends. I walk over. Hey, what's up? I'm oh, no, here. I was talking about the horse. This is, uh, this is Battle Boy. Battle Boy? Mm-hmm. Oh. Thor is going to look at Siga expectantly, like... And I am Siga. Siga. Siga is like a, a, a brown hair, uh, brown, like light brown skin halfling with like a scarred, like a really heavily scarred Ooh. side of her face that has left one of her eyes like milky white. Nice. So she's not like 
the like hottest person on the planet, but she's kind of cute and she's very like rugged. Right. She's like, hello. Hi. I like your scar. Thanks. It causes me endless pain. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. It's all good. Okay. Well, thank you again, Sega. Maybe I'll yeah. see you tomorrow. I hope I do. Yeah. Uh, Thor's gonna give like a nice pat to Battleboy. Todd's like, man, I don't like that horse. Why? It's got wings. It's <laughs> <laughs> not where horses belong. They belong down on the ground. Todd, if I'm lucky enough, I might get one of those. If I'm lucky enough. If you get one of those, I'm gonna flip the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't. Maybe you guys will be friends. She goes, goes is your bird talking to you? Yeah. yeah. I was like, what's up? <laughs> I hate your horse. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go this way. Look, I'm finding nice out to more, every day I'm finding out more and more of my bird prejudices, and I'm guessing that's a pretty big one because I'm feeling pretty hot right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to step away. It was really nice to meet you. And it was very nice to meet you. And a really nice smile. And then I'm going to kind go. of is like, goes back to brushing that boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, my dudes. <laughs> Flies off of Thor's shoulder, lands on Raiden's. Uh, what are we doing? Like, are we gonna go do that hunt thing, or...? Yeah. Yes. Hall of Thought. Let's hunt. What? I think we go on the hunt, and then we go to the Hall of Thought. Yeah. Hunt and Hall, baby. You yeah. come with us? Home First, around. though, Todd, you wanna go check out that blacksmith with me? Maybe we can get you hooked up with some mental talons, and then you can help out in the fight. I don't... I got really stoked when you were talking about, like, talons, and then I remembered that these aren't talons. Um, they're just, uh, perching feet. And they're not good for fighting of any kind. They're just uh, a kind of bird is He's a raven. A oh, raven. Oh. So I definitely maybe would use my beak. I don't want something metal on my beak. The taste. I wouldn't okay. want that. Are you gonna fight? Well, I mean, hard. I'll throw down. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I just sure don't have any really metal. But I think you know, I've got a lot of I got a lot of gumption, and I yeah, think that's gonna go along. Like, you got a lot of heart, Todd. Exactly right. Like a big like chest plate armor. You want to put metal on me, the flying creature? Yeah, I think it will or, work out really, really well. Or we could just have you scout. For. <laughs> well, maybe we'll talk to that blacksmith and we'll figure out like yeah, how you could armor a bird if you could. Okay, Todd. I do think I could just throw down nude. I don't think I need uh, <laughs> armor, but. All right, cool, let's go hunting then. Todd Todman, son of Todd. That's my name. <laughs> you guys walk out of the Stormhold and kind of down, you can see way off in the distance, the Algaistad, and that's where we'll end today. You guys heading off towards a hunt with Hero and any Hey guys, it's Cheyenne, and I play Cordelia, the sea elf rogue. Yeah, that's right. This was yet another episode that they completely cut me out of. I'm starting to get a little offended. No, just kidding. I actually edit the episode, so that's kind of a self-own. But anyway, I'll be back soon, I promise. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to episode 28 of Adventures in Questing. We hope you're loving this Faith Haven arc as much as we did while we were playing it. To keep up with us until next time, make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at ADV in Questing and on Facebook and Instagram at Adventures in Questing. We love hearing from you all. It absolutely makes our day. So please keep those uh, good, good tweets coming. We also wanted to give a shout out to our newest patrons on Patreon at the $5 level. Ethan, Ivy, and Nick, thank you guys so, so much for your support. It means the world to us. We have some really fun stuff coming up that we can't wait to share with you. I know that's super vague, but 
just trust me it'll be great I'm really excited and thank you again for listening and as always if you like the show get your friends on board see you next time on adventures in questing what are you doing caitlin <laughs> but docs is over there like organizing her whole bag <laughs> she's like i'm just gonna put the egg over here <laughs> Take a picture of it on Instagram. Put it on my bag. What's in my bag? <laughs> <laughs>